Hey friend, welcome to the Socially Modern Podcast, where I'm your host, Stephanie Mainville. I've built a six-figure real estate business solely using social media and digital marketing. When I first began in real estate, I felt pretty alone in this archaic industry. If that's how you felt too, I started this podcast with you in mind. So grab your notebook as we dig into tactical business tips to grow online and use modern marketing methods to level up your business. Hi guys, I hope your week is going amazing and thank you so much for being a listener here and tuning into another episode of Socially Modern Podcast. Today's episode is kind of inspired by the constant yo-yo that we see in so many areas of life in general. I mean, we've all done it with certain things. You're in to whatever it is and you're excited and you're tackling things and then the reward just isn't fast enough. It is an instant and we start to fall off until we give up completely. And throughout that process, right, the self-doubt, that negative inner voice comes out and you start to actually believe some of this crap that you tell yourself. I know, especially as business owners, there's always someone marketing their business another way. And we start to get the the grass is greener vibes. We wonder if we do that, maybe we'd be more successful. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm just not very good at this. And the list goes on and on. The harsh truth about this though, is that you probably just didn't stick to it consistently enough or long enough to make a difference that was noticeable. And Honestly, your breakthrough could have just been right there around the corner and you quit instead. You stopped showing up for yourself and your business. I know that this episode today is kind of a gut check episode and I do really want to come from a place of just genuine care and compassion. I will never feed into the toxic hustle culture because I truly do believe that We all deserve to have a life outside of our businesses. It helps keep us healthy and happy. But when it is time to work, we need to work hard, okay? And we can't just, we can't give up when the going isn't happening in our own timelines that happen in our mind, right? We put these like pressures on ourselves where we're like, okay, by this time I should do this. And it happens in all areas of our lives, but we need to release that. We need to let that go. And, you know, kind of thinking on that, I looked up a few different business owners because I was just genuinely curious and, and I want you to keep this in your mind, right? Like if the KFC owner, you guys, he was 65 when he started his business, Steve Jobs was 52 when he developed the iPhone and really hit success. And the Home Depot founder was 50 when he started that store, just to name a few. Okay, so I imagine and I'm sure that they did. They, they worked their whole lives really to come into the successes that they did. So, again, when things just don't feel like they're working out, just remember <laughs> that all of these people took a while to get to where they wanted to go. And I'm sure that there were times where they wanted to give up and they didn't. They just kept going. Right. And then my other favorite saying that some of you have actually repeated back to me a few times is, you can't lose if you don't quit. Okay, so let's dig in. 
Today, we're going to talk about why isn't your social media marketing working for you and your business? Now, there's honestly usually two ways this comes up when I'm talking to someone in business for themselves. Okay. Uh, Number one, you're not consistent enough. And number two, you're not clear enough. You might be saying, I'm totally both of these things and it's not working. Um, I want you to pump the brakes. I just want you to hear me out on these points and what I'm about to say today and then just dig in after the fact and really check yourself. See, am I being consistent enough? Am I being clear enough? You might be being somewhat consistent. You might be thinking that you're being really clear But ultimately, are we being both of these things? So let's dig in, okay? Consistency. This is when qualities or behaviors are always the same. Being consistent in your social media presence, we know, is so important. You know when you've had that friend. I'm going to tell a little story, all right? You you have that friend who started up a small business or maybe a side hustle or something. They're selling an online product. Okay. And they start posting about it. We see it because they're, they're like, okay, cool. I'm I'm ramping up. I'm starting this business. It's so exciting. They're going to talk about it a lot. Right. It seems like they're really excited and you're their friends. So you're happy for them. You're excited for them. You want to see them succeed. And maybe you even think like, maybe I need that product, you know? Um, who knows? Maybe you buy from them. Maybe you don't, but then the weeks go on, right? And you can tell like sometimes sometimes people like they, they come out of the gate and they're just like flying and they're doing it and they're going crazy about it. And then they start dwindling down and months go by and it's like a trickle. And then you almost never see their posts anymore, right? And, and in our minds as like, you know, the friend or the follower or the consumer, we think, okay, well, maybe they just, maybe they quit doing that, Right. Maybe they didn't want to do that business anymore. Maybe it's not not right for them. Okay, right? And we forget about it because, you know, it's not our business. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna ask why. But that person just just decided to up and stop. And then let's think, like maybe down the line you're you end up needing that product or service and you're you're thinking about how that product or service could could really work for you. And the first person that pops into your head is probably not the friend that used to do it, right? It's been a while and and they haven't talked about it. And so you didn't think of them, but you follow someone else who also does that. And and this can really be applied in real estate, right? Because everybody knows like what, eight realtors. So, you know, I'm sure, sure enough, somebody's probably posting on, on their feeds. So anyways, in your mind, you're like, oh, I, I think of somebody. I, I can come up with someone. And it's probably not that friend that you initially, we were initially talking about, right? You probably completely forgot that, that they did it. Or you ultimately just didn't think that they were doing that anymore. Let's talk about why, though. It was because they stopped talking about it. Okay, here we go with like the consistency thing. And where do we usually go when we want to like keep up with our friends, keep up with our family, especially like the millennial, the younger generations through social media. So hopping on your social media and staying consistent, even when you feel like 
nothing's happening. Nobody's reaching out to me. The, the quantity of, of things aren't happening for me. You never know who you could be influencing behind the scenes and over the course of time. Sometimes certain people, certain product-based businesses or service-based businesses may take time to get the kind of droves and people in through the door, right? This is why I'll stand on the soapbox every single day. I know if you're in real estate and you're listening to this, a lot of my listeners are realtors because I'm in real estate. It hurts so much when somebody else goes and buys a house or sells their house and they didn't use us. And we're like, why did you not use us? You know, we're really like concerned about it. But the last thing that we do is say, maybe it's because I don't market myself enough. Maybe it's because I wasn't consistent enough, right? And a lot of times from those friends and family, if you did find out, it was probably that like, they were like, oh, I didn't realize that you were still doing that, right? It's usually not because they're like, oh, I just didn't want to use you. Like, I don't like you, you know, (laughs) something like crazy like that, that where our brains tell us. It's usually just more so just because they didn't think that you did it anymore. They didn't remember that you did it. Those are like the two things that I usually hear. Okay. So the problem here is without consistently showing up in the places that these people already are, they are forgetting. They're forgetting that you are doing that. They may think that it's a side business or something that you're not serious about, but I know that that's not you. That's absolutely not you. Right. And you know that. You want to do this business so badly, you wished that you would have been there to be able to help them. It's something that you're passionate about, but you're not shouting it from the rooftops consistently enough. We tend to think that we're spamming our friends, our family, our followers, and if we talk about our business too much, then it's going to get cringy, right? We feel guilty because we're, we're selling to them. <sighs> you guys... We have to get past that. We have to put ourselves out there. It's the only tried and true way. Okay? And this leads me into our second C. Are you being clear enough? When our content is all over the place, paired with inconsistency, it can be really difficult for our followers to know what to expect from us. And it's really hard to build a following that way, okay? Like build up that tribe of people who are there for you and for your content every day. This is why it's important too to also have your content pillars defined and they should definitely include personal things, things that make you unique, okay? This is so that throughout the course of time, if someone maybe wasn't ready to buy from you or use your your product, They're there hanging on because you have other content that you put out that they like, all right? Especially selling, you know, a house. It's a big purchase. Not everybody walks through the door and is ready with an 800 credit score and 50K in the bank to buy a house tomorrow, okay? (laughs) Those Those are unicorns. We don't always have that. So we need our personal connection points in our pillars, to connect with people and keep them there so that when they are ready, they'll reach out to us, right? Social media has really done a great job at pulling back the curtain on businesses and business owners. Like we as consumers 
pretty much expected at this point, right? And we love a brand that shows us their true self and the person or the people behind it. Like we love that. I can think of some businesses that I actually follow and some I've purchased from, some I haven't, but I didn't start following them really because of what they were selling. I started following them because I liked their content, right? I'm sure that you have people or businesses that you do that with as well. I've stayed committed to them as a follower in their audience because I just love what they're doing. And then (laughs) occasionally something pops up that they're selling or doing and I do make a purchase. Like I do end up going for it, right? And that's mostly because I was in a different season of my life where I had a different need in that moment and their product or service became relevant for me. Okay? So for the sake of this conversation, let's say you have all your content defined and of course, one of those main content pillars needs to be your business. It's the, the product or the service that you offer. And going back to feeling like we're overdoing it, I really want you to keep in mind that the smallest percentage of people are actually seeing your content on a regular basis, like every single day consistently. For them, it's not always going to be popping up in their feed because of the algorithms. Not everyone's seeing all those post stories and reels. So this is why continually sharing about your product and services is not only recommended, but it's absolutely necessary. It's dire to your business and to define, okay, this is where we're going to get really clear. We need to define who, when, and how, okay? Say that again, who, when, and how. Now, let's break these three down to really get clear with our audience. So who you help seems easy enough to most product-based or service-based providers. I mean, most of us would help anyone, anyone paying, right? I totally get that. (laughs) But what I mean here is when you're really clear on your who, you're really able to produce content super, super easily, right? Uh, Because every post, story, and reel has a person in your mind, like an avatar of your ideal client. So it makes things so much easier when you're really trying to capture an audience. Don't stress because sometimes when I say get clear on who we are after, right? Like, who is our ideal client? How are we going to niche down our, in our, our market? Whatever. Um, a lot of people get stressed about this. Don't get stressed out. Your ideal avatar, as I mentioned in the last episode, is someone that oftentimes would be similar to who you are. Okay. So pay attention to who you find to be interesting. Who do you relate with, you know, even while you're scrolling? And maybe that helps you define who this person is, right? And I also just want to say, just because you're picking a who right now, that doesn't mean that others will instantly never want to work with you, okay? It's not like, oh my gosh, she just talks about horse property a lot, and that must be all that she sells. Like, absolutely not. Obviously, you sell other things. You can absolutely sell other houses and other types, but maybe that is one of your niche niche things, 
And it's what it's going to end up doing instead of like what you're thinking. When you say that out loud, it sounds crazy, right? Well, if I niche down, so many people are just not ever going to want to work with me because of that. Like, no. But what it's going to do is it's going to bring your ideal clients to you. And those people are people that you really enjoy working with. Okay. So now let's talk about when. When you provide a service or product is different for each individual business. So I can't tell you your when, but I am going to apply this to a service-based business because I'm a realtor like most of you. Okay. So anyways, you have to be really clear on the timeline of when your service is appropriate for your consumer. In real estate, sometimes it takes time to get people ready. Like we mentioned earlier, not everybody's ready tomorrow. So that may look different for me in real estate where I do have a timeline for people that's farther out that I can help them. Um, But what you're doing here is breaking down the barrier to really open up the lines of communication on what you want them to do when you want them to reach out to you. This gives your consumer kind of the like virtual green flag. It's like go time versus them sitting in silence on their end of the screen wondering, you know, when should I reach out? They like all of your other content, but they're probably like, I don't really know like when I should be reaching out to her. And I don't want to be like taking up too much of their time. You know, like people always feel like they're, they're like, I don't know, sucking time from you that you wouldn't want them to like reach out or something. They feel like they're a problem. And, and this is why we want to break down this barrier. We really want to be clear on when. Then that way, they're not having anxiety about reaching out to you. There's not this like unknowingness where when they should be reaching out to you, they're not stressed about it. Okay. So that's why we really want to be super clear on when they should reach out and use your product or your service. Okay. Now moving into how... This is how you want your consumer to connect with you. Do they call you? Do they email you? Is there a form they need to fill out? Do they get on some sort of wait list? Is there a website? Like there are so many options now because of technology that it can be a little overwhelming as the consumer. And and um, going back, like I, I have said this before too, like we are kind of lazy when it comes to like pulling the trigger on buying a product or signing up for a service. And so when it comes time to do that, we need it to be super easy, right? We want to, we want to definitely play into as the um, business owner into like the instant gratification and the ease that our consumers crave. We crave that as a consumer, right? If we don't know how to reach out and it's like, multiple clicks on the social media or the website, you know, whatever it is, like more than likely I, I had like ADHD and I totally, you know, somebody knocked on the door, whatever it was, or I was just like, oh my gosh, this is way too much. It's like, it feels like, like a lot of personal information, you know, (laughs) we got to warm up to that. Then you probably lost me. And I like to think of like marketing and business. A lot of times I use like fishing analogies. That's just where my brain goes. So just, just flow with it. You cast a line, you had the hook, some of, you know, someone went out there to try and take the bait from you, but, but then you weren't able to reel it in. That's kind of what this this makes me think of. You fell short on the actual how part. Maybe you had the other two, right? You had the who, you had the when. 
But then it came time to the how, and it was difficult. It was tricky. It was, it was just a mess. It wasn't clear, right? And then they fell off. And you're like, dang it. Okay? You're struggling there. So at the end of the day, <laughs> we really all have to take personal audits of our social media. And, and this isn't something that you're like, oh, I'm going to do this once and never have to do it again. There will be times throughout your career that you're going to want to do this again. You're going to want to check up on your social media. You're going to check it out. You're going to be like, hey, am I really defining clearly who I work with, when I work with them, and how to work with me? And also, am I showing up consistently? You know, And not saying, hi, you need to post seven days a week, 24-7. No. Like, gone are the days that we need to do that. But you do need to show up consistently, whatever that consistent manner looks like for you, okay? So I want you to go and check out your social media. I really, really hope that this episode was helpful for you. And go and leave me some reviews. I would love to have some new updated opinions on the show for season two. So anyways, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Until next time, bye. Thanks for listening to the Socially Modern Podcast. Are you interested in joining the Socially Modern Collective? We are a national real estate team focused on building our businesses the socially modern way. If you'd like more info, book a discovery call with me linked in the show notes. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, also linked in the show notes. And follow me and this show on Instagram at Mainville and at Socially Modern.